0: Listen up, fan boys! This is a Fanboy Planet podcast. Here is your host, Derek McConnell! That would be cool
2: if you were still doing stereo. Uh, we're not in stereo? No, we're not. No, oh, well, that's all right. I record, I record everything flat. I mean, everyone oh, got sure. annoyed with me from panning left and right. Oh. Who so did? I got met You voted. and... Really? I got voted out. Parliamentary procedure. There was a whole thing.
0: The parliament's here?
2: Yes. Moncadelic. Oh.
3: This is actually
2: Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of
3: fanboyfighted.com. We are podcasting from elusive Comics and Games 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California.
0: That's kind of ironic, isn't
3: it? To my right, <laughs> speaking somewhat like a brain-damaged William Shatner.
0: What? He's just like
3: that, isn't he? Just lon lopez yay and across from me thinking he might not actually speak aloud only when spoken to
0: <laughs> he's timid
3: he is speak
4: he is nate costa selling his shoes on ebay uh-huh. still
3: have you sold anything as a result of this podcast i'm just curious not, not a one,
2: a one. it not just makes one. it sound like you have really not that many shoes you you've got lots of shoes right i do how many pairs of shoes have you sold so far
4: uh, I've sold around 50. I've got 30 or so left so to it, sell, and it I've got about 400 not You say selling. I'm
2: selling my shoes on eBay. It sounds like i got eight pairs of shoes that I'm selling just to you make have, You have 400 me. pairs of shoes you're not selling? Maybe 300 now. Wow,
0: now, do they something. come with that authentic Nate Costa smell?
3: Have you worn them? That's the question.
4: Most of them are not worn. Oh. Brand mm, spanking new, fresh, dead stock, as they say, the sneakerheads say pairs of shoes. Wow.
3: Wow. Well, I didn't know that there was. Now wow. I the jargon. I have learned something about sneakerhead Dead jargon, stock, such right. as the phrase sneakerhead. <laughs> so <laughs> and, um, anyway, and uh, uh, and Kitty Corner, podcast producer, Moral Compass.
2: Inquisitive Rick Snyder. As opposed to other nights? Yeah, yeah. I just had to know about the shoes. Usually
0: he's more of the authority, now he's ah. the inquisitive.
2: Okay, I'll go with that. There you go.
3: All right. Uh, we got some comics news. We got, uh, I think, a, a big movie thing hit this week. Uh, big
0: movie thing. Thang. thang. Mm-hmm. And
3: TV news and a real life uh, superhero incident. Dun, dun, dun. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Anyway. Are you talking
0: about Captain Sully Sullenberger? No.
3: Oh, okay. That was a couple years ago.
0: I'm just saying he's a real superhero. I realize
3: that, but... uh he has so far not actually put on a mask and tried to confront crime. I'm just saying he's merely saved lives.
0: I'm just saying that whenever we merely. just need to keep him in the public consciousness forever.
3: I think he'd actually like to just kind of sit quietly at home without people knowing who he was. Fly his airplane, yeah, yeah. do his job,
2: that sort of thing. <laughs>
3: uh, so I don't, I don't think so. Let's talk some comics news.
2: Um, you think he changes the thing when the captain gets on and he says, "Hi, hey, I like to." Walking aboard, and if there's a water landing, I've done it before, so you can rest easy,
0: dude. That guy's a media whore now. I mean, he's like promoting all these different causes. Did he get a he did. Uh, yeah, that's a he's
3: promoting causes. That's a media whore <laughs> <It's right>, right <laughs> yeah. right. nowadays. He's actually doing he's social like work. And Red Cross, <laughs> yeah. send their money to the Red Cross. I'm whoring for Red Cross. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whore. Anyways, okay. go ahead. Oh, uh-huh. anyway. Uh, so we got a lot of actual digital comics news this week. Mm-hmm. And so again, I kind of go, I, I, I have to turn to uh, Rick as the digital, although Lon, do you, have a sm- do you have a smartphone? I can't remember. Is yours? No, no. it's
0: kind of like a feature phone. Well, yeah, it's kind of like a Rain Man phone. It, like it's only smart. <laughs> it
3: can count. It
0: knows yeah. how long
2: it is till
3: Wapner. Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you don't—that's the ringtone. It goes, to, yeah. And at least this side of the table, let's be you and I. long. Yeah, sure. uh, we um, do not have iPads or any other such digital devices.
0: No, nah, I just don't have the time for it. I have a life.
3: Oh, <laughs> I'm so kidding. I'm joking. I, I know you are. That's that was also ironic. What? Oh, <laughs> so uh, anyway, I'm getting it now. Uh, okay, you're getting it. Okay, so Marvel has released an Android app. So mm-hmm. I think that affects uh, Rick, right? That yeah, have I have an, Android that have phone. an Android phone. Comixology announced this week that they had signed uh, Marvel to go along with their DC yep. app and IDW. And more importantly, and this is where I think, yes, print may actually be on its way out. They stole from Boom Studios their marketing director, Chip Mosher, uh, who is a genius at marketing. And he is not stole. They gave him a better offer. He is now a marketing director
2: at... Enticed. At, or I think vice Wait, president... Wait, his
0: name of, is Chip Mosher, and they put him in charge of the digital division? Doesn't sound kind of fishy. No. He's a Chip Mosher. No, no, no. And now... Uh, no. Oh. This what? is one of those cases, again, where... You know, what did he it's,
3: do? It's, uh, chip is a... Uh, Good guy. He's been a great marketing guy for uh, Boom Studios and now uh, is going to be marketing – I think he's actually vice president of marketing at uh, Comixology, which tells me that Comixology is going to be making huge inroads. It's here to stay, which it probably was before anyway. It's just uh, a big move. Uh, It's a guy really well-liked in the industry. It's not often we do kind of behind-the-scenes gossip, but he is uh, someone who's really kept Boom in the eye of the press, at least, uh, and they've done some really good work, and he was uh, one of the guys kind of... They just got an Eisner for a Shannon Wheeler, Too Much Coffee Man uh, Mm -hmm. graphic novel, and a lot of that was uh, thanks to Chip keeping it in people's minds. Way to go, Chip. Yeah, so uh, it's a good move. I don't know what its effect is going to be as far as... uh, you know, again, I, said I don't use Comicsology, but I'm kind of thinking I'm going to have to start to with that and the other. Wait, things what is
0: Comicsology? Aren't aren't they the
3: explain the explain this,
2: Rick? Because you it's understand it's a service. It. It's basically another service where you can go and buy books. And oh, okay. They're setting up all these different deals, and a lot of them are not exclusive deals to be able to provide digital comics either on a single purchase or by subscription. Um, now this this week they announced the iPad. I'm uh, pardon me. They announced the Android. Um, right client for this, which is significant more than just by phones, because there are a lot of inexpensive Android-based tablets coming out. Um, one of the more interesting ones... So competitors to uh, Competitors the iPad. to the iPad, and different form factors, too. So they're like seven-inch screens, which is arguably a little easier than car- to carry around than an iPad. You could actually put that in a jacket pocket, whereas... Um, instead, and it might be a little bit easier to read a comic on that. And they have the standard sizes so similar with, mm-hmm. or some are a little bit larger, actually, than the iPad. So the Android being much cheaper, you can get an Android tablet for under $200. It's well, not a great or fast tablet, but you can run software on it. And uh, the, actually, the real problem with some of those is the screen refreshes are so slow that it makes reading a little painful. Mm-hmm. But this is where Prices are going to push down, and the idea that Android is is the less expensive and uh, pretty much uh, operating system to beat the iPad uh, if you were looking for one to be doing that.
3: Okay. And and so uh, along those lines, last week Marvel had announced that uh, Avenging Spider-Man, which Nate has been waiting for, uh, the first issue of that was going to come with a digital download code. Mm-hmm. And they were touting it as they were making comics history, but just for Marvel, because Justice League Number 1 had done the same thing. They had a special I can't wait
4: edition. to not use that code. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, no, I understand. You yourself are not reading <laughs> comics digitally. I am not really reading comics digitally. I think the only one at this table right now who has a device to do that and maybe doing it with some regularity is Rick. But I know there are a lot of people out there who are. Uh, it,
2: it's so funny. They're yeah. having sales every now and then in collections. Uh, they'll do a run. Like back the, issues, right? Back uh, issues primarily, but also the stuff that gets uh, assembled as trade. Um, I'm trying to remember the uh, – what's the – oh, what's the, the one about the superheroine whose suit now. shreds? Um, empowered. Empowered. So they had the whole, all six volumes of Empowered for sale for like fifty dollars.
3: Which is, yeah, and they're actually going to be doing a uh, a hardcover uh, deluxe edition of Empowered for about that. Yeah. So interesting that they've got they've got those going concurrently, and then Archie Comics. Uh, we don't have a theme, but the Archie news here actually is superhero related. Mm-hmm. Because you may remember a couple of years ago, we had Mick Gray on, Inker Mick Gray for DC, who was inking The Shield. See, a couple of years ago? I, wasn't it? It's a yeah, well, it was ago. a couple of years ago. No, even. we had oh, him on a couple years we ago. On we had, weeks ago. had him on oh. a couple of years ago when he was inking The Shield. Right. Because DC had licensed the Red Shield characters, The the Shield, The Fly, uh, I can't remember who the other uh, was. The Hunts
2: Headsman or The, the, the Hangman? The Circle characters. Hangman. The
3: Red Circle characters, or sometimes known as the uh, MLJs. Yeah. Um, but they were originally owned by Archie and licensed out to DC. They, DC gave up those licenses, and now Archie is going to revive the Mighty Crusaders that was their Oh, they already group gave thing. up those licenses? The, yes.
4: Because yeah. the series did so well. None right. of them got past three issues. Uh, right. And so
3: Archie, Thanks, is, DC. Archie is relaunching new Crusaders completely digitally. So well, I mean, no hard copies, it is five page stories. That you uh, go to oh. uh, go to the Archie uh, app. They say anything and, about pricing for a five page story? I don't know what their pricing One is. One cent. But I think what they're what they're doing is 50 they're, You get gum kind of, with it, just like just like at the grocery store with the Archie Digest. It's more like a digest thing. They're re- they're they're putting all their back stories, mm-hmm. which are fun. They're not great, but they're fun stories from the sixties and seventies. And then they're bundling that with with news stories that are moving the narrative forward. So, um, yeah kind Of an interesting experiment because again, it's not going to be available on the stands anywhere. At this so, point.
0: who's who's getting these? Who's buying these? Well, I don't know. Users or listeners out there, if you're buying digital comics, you know, it's, seriously, it's write something. into us, editor at fanboyplanet.com. Tell us what books you're buying. What do you think of the experience? Do you like them over real books? I want to know.
2: I, I'll give you a couple of business models for this. Okay. travelers people who fly a lot people who um, and i think you've said this before pe- but i think uh-huh. that may
3: be true these are and we've gone over who the business models are but the question really is we haven't really talked to people other than yourself right as to are, are they using them are they enjoying them that's we a, need to know that's we the, need that's to reach out to is the it, fan is it base so is it? Is it a satisfying you know what fans that
4: do email in we can have you live on the phone on the next uh, live podcast
0: we're doing a live podcast? The next
4: live one. They can be on it.
0: How are we going to do that?
4: The next live one. They'll be on it. Oh,
0: okay. We'll put them on the next We'll put them on when we record <laughs> the next <laughs> live one.
3: Thank you for volunteering that. Okay. Uh, yeah, Rick, get on that. Uh, <laughs> so. Done. And as a result, we talked about, we've talked about two weeks in a row, the Kindle Fire coming from Amazon.
0: Was it this week or no? You told me to hold on to that jingle until... A certain date. And know, you didn't hold on to
3: You let it go then, too. Well, so. I
0: stopped just to make sure it was right. okay.
3: It, it, it is now this week. Yes. The okay. Fire is out there with 100 graphic novels from DC uh, exclusive to Amazon. And as a result, oh. as a result, Barnes & Noble... And still around? Yeah, Barnes & Noble are, yes. Yeah. Oh. They're the number one, I'm um, always as we say, brick-and-mortar brick and mortar. And store. they
4: contacted all of the Borders uh, card the holders. holders yes, I got that email, email too, yeah.
3: yes. The Borders Rewards card is rolling right over to Barnes & Noble. Uh-huh. And then there's another, nice. another chain that... I had not heard of, but I guess apparently not in the Bay Area, Books-A-Million. Have you guys ever seen I've them? heard of them before. Books-A-Million. I heard Books of them,
4: heard of them uh, right before we started recording the podcast. Okay.
3: anyway, so Wait the- a second.
0: Books-A-Million has returned?
3: Yes. Quickly. And, and he's out for to vengeance. To the library. And he's out for vengeance. We must uh, stop Books-A-Million. So the number one and number two bookstore chains in America have, as a result, pulled the 100- Graphic novels off of their shelves that DC is offering. Exclusively Wait a minute! Digitally. How are
0: freeloaders supposed to read their comics now?
3: There's still plenty of this manga is what for killed, those people. This is to what be- killed Borders. Yes. Oh um, damn! Which I'd say is probably true. If you ever walked into a Borders when there were graphic novels around. You could not get to the graphic novels. Oh, I hate stepping over those kids. Oh, I enjoyed stepping over them. I did. I, Don't yeah. they
0: have a guy to walk around and go, No. <clears throat> no,
4: they, they do Barnes & it. it. Noble. a library. See? And if that's you... why Barnes
3: & Noble is still alive. They invested in a guy to go, <clears throat> If you <laughs> Did you are audition on the floor, for that, or yeah,
4: yeah, you better be standing up within two seconds, but they <laughs>
0: provide chairs though don 't they exactly, but if,
4: Not, if you sit right in front of the, the books they 'll be like hey, yeah, we, they're you, like
2: we 're sitting they 're lying on, on the, the ground there 's like six of them of I them. mean
3: honestly, I went to Borders once to look for a doctor who novel, and a and a girl was sitting there, she had pulled all the Doctor Who novels off the shelf. Stacked next to her. She had her arm around it while she was. She was going to read them all that I, it sitting? was like, um, these are mine. Thumbing through to decide which one she wanted to buy. But I'm just looking. I don't even. Oh, hell. You know. So <laughs> you were defeated I, by, by a, little, by a girl girl little girl. Happens a lot, okay? Oh, okay. I don't have a lot of dignity. I understand that. Eric, right. you
4: are a teacher at an all girls high school. You can tell a girl to give you the book. Uh, sure. Be an authority.
3: there When they're at. Uh, When they're in public, at school, he
0: is afraid to death.
3: I don't know if we want to have this conversation on the podcast. (laughs) Uh, But thanks for berating me. And, oh, wait. Oh, that was the last of my spine that just went down.
2: Has has there been any reaction from D.C.? Uh,
3: D.C. has said, Um, wah. They've said, sorry. Uh, Just like what they said when they What did D.C. Canada say? DC Canada said Suri. Surrey. Okay, uh, yeah. Surrey. <laughs> Thanks for that setup. Uh, and then, uh, although we missed a thing, I want to mention that DC now that uh, they're throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks, a long-awaited lost book is going to get printed finally. Oh, Ambush I can't book? wait! Elseworlds, the Elseworlds eighty-page giant. Whoa! That was shredded. Whoa! Oh, really?
0: But they're going to—they're not, not going to include the shredded part.
3: Well, all of it was shredded. Well, I mean, like the the reason why. Well, here is the here is the strange thing. I'm not going to say this is necessarily ironic because I'm too tired to think it through. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. uh, the story that was the reason they shredded it. Mm -hmm. They later include it was about uh, Super Babies Clark Kent's babysitter putting him in the Uh, putting in the microwave. Yes, which was then printed in Bizarro World Volume Two and won and Eisner. What? So that story, the reason it was shredded, has already been released and is available to the general public in a hardback and a paperback. Oh, my God. Real. How come we didn't report this? Uh, because it was before we were doing the podcast. Oh. But, uh, but, but then the week, no, that, the week that they announced that they're finally doing the Elseworlds, they're finally reprinting it. Because there are a few copies in existence because they made it over to the U.K. Mm. before the order mm. went out to shred. So mm. you could get them from so Europe. So are they
0: going to reprint the, the yes, controversial? Yes, the controversial? Wow. Yes,
3: it's a Kyle Baker story. Interesting. Bad um, Kyle Baker. And it's a really cool, goofy Elseworlds. So where are they reprinting this? Is so this be digitally? To, no, it's going to be in, on stands again. Oh. So, they're doing so they copies.
0: shredded all those books for nothing then? Well, that was out years of fear.
3: ago, that was years ago. Yes, out of and fear and out of I fear hope they and ignorance. That paper. Out of fear, but now even Sinestro is a Green Lantern again. So it's well, he was he five is, years he ago. He is out of fear.
0: Hmm. Yes, <laughs> it's weird how the world has changed, isn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Now let
4: me get this straight. You said that DC is releasing these graphic novels digitally. So Barnes and Noble is not going to carry them. Carry those the hard the
3: hard copies of those one hundred graphic novels that are exclusive to Amazon. Whatever to back up. Yes, exactly. wait. Oh, so wait. Barnes and Noble and Amazon are in cahoots. No, no, no. because Barnes and Noble has a com- competing format. The Barnes and Noble is that they're the Nook. Are they? The, the oh, nook so they're going to the sell nook.
0: the same thing. No, digitally. they can't.
3: They can't. They can't have digital copies for the Nook. So since they can't have digital copies for the Nook because the Amazon format is going exclusively to the Kindle, then they are saying, we are going to take your graphic novels. They have pulled all the graphic novels off of the shelves in their stores. Why would they not try and well, sell Well, why does
4: that even matter? Because don't they have to buy them from D.C. in order to have them in their stores? I don't think this back. was
2: thought through particularly well. well. I think they're doubly upset because the nook has been color a lot longer than –
3: And because one than, of the things is like one of those 100 graphic novels is Watchmen. So you can't go into a Barnes & Noble right now and buy Watchmen. Well, first
4: but of all, if, you, if wanted, you are listening to this podcast and you buy your graphic novels or comic books from Barnes & Noble, you're not a real shame. fan. shame. You come need to in support to your, your local, local comic, comic shop.
3: shop. Come to Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 Camino Real Street, 104 in Santa Clara, California.
0: But those books aren't for the fans. They're for the people who are on the fringe the on F- the outside. Right. So Barnes yes. & Noble is trying to but, kill the comic.
3: But any good comic shop is going to, is going to have at least one copy in stock of right, Watchmen. Right,
0: but what's Barnes & Noble thinking? I mean, if they have a book that some kid goes by and goes, Oh, look, cool, X-Men, Mommy, buy it for me. They're going to they're gonna send it, you know what I mean? And now a kid's forever in love with comics because he bought that hard.
3: Right, but cover that's X Men, that's Marvel, so that's okay. I, j- I was just an example. <laughs> so. Batman, whatever. Uh, right, Dark Knight Returns. You're not going to give an eight year old Dark Knight Returns. Please don't tell me you would give an eight year old Dark I Knight Returns. I absolutely
4: would give an eight year old Dark Knight Returns. Father How of old the year. How old is Seven?
3: <laughs> uh, yes, he's seven. I'll tell you what he's I, getting for his I, day. No! <laughs> no! He doesn't like. No. Uh, He doesn't like
0: (laughs) Batman anymore.
3: I'm saying that now, arbitrarily. (laughs) Well, they must have other books that kids can read. Right. Well, that's the thing is, and they're carrying other DC graphic novels, just not the 100 that have gone exclusive. So it is kind. Of, it it seems they like they're just them. tilting in a windmill. Exactly. They're sure, keeping they're cutting it. off their nose they're they're what they're to hoping, make a point. what they're making a trying to make a point, and hoping that DC will say, "Okay, you can have
2: them too." And then and they go, "What? Well,
3: look what, what we found in the back room, Watchmen." Well, what they why would DC
4: say, "Okay, well we already bought no, them"?
2: No, they sent a message and they got press from it too. Yes, that's true. And the press, the, and, and the press and, said. Don't go to Barnes & Noble if you want to get graphic
3: novels. <laughs> yeah, well,
2: I, a lot of people don't like exclusivity. They don't like the idea that one oh, one no, store even. has is the only way you can buy it because they feel like they're not going to get a good deal if there's not competition. And they're right. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. And yes. Yes. All right. So um, –
3: also in, in news this week, before New York Comic Con, DC announced uh, that they got the rights to do graphic novels based on Stieg Larson's Millennium Trilogy. Oh. No uh, word on what their creative team is, but in 2012 they'll be releasing... The girl, wait, is the girl with the dragon tattoo? Is right. the first one? Then 2013 will have the next one, right? And 2014, well, wait a we'll
4: they have not announced creative team yet. No, but they're already saying it's going to come out in 2012. Yes,
3: sure. They probably have that all. Com- they're saving the actual announcement for New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe mm-hmm. Daniel Craig is going to uh, mm-hmm. no. Mm. You don't think so? But speaking of an of an actor, did the English version of that movie It's coming out in December? In December, right. yeah, a David Fincher adaptation with right. Daniel Craig starring as the detective. Got it. Um, and, uh, and the
0: trailer is very intense. Have you seen? It, it does. Yeah, I haven't it. Looks seen really, it. it looks gave really me intense. a stroke.
3: Yeah, but I haven't seen the uh, <laughs> haven't seen the original Swedish version yet. Did you either. read the book? No, I have not. Yeah. Who has time to read? No. I read comics. Yeah. so I might pick up the graphic novel.
0: So you have time to read that.
3: You've caught me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's All call right. a spade a spade. Uh, okay. I know, but an actor who actually – this is newsworthy to me because it does seem like I've looked at the press release. The actor is actually writing the book without any help. Kevin Smith? Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Michaels? Who's Chad Michael Murray? It was on One Tree Hill? And he was in House of Wax, and I've seen. And he's been in a couple of the things. He was kind of a hard throb pretty boy. Uh-huh. He's actually created a graphic novel from Arkea, and you like publisher. I like as a publisher. A lot. Uh, what Was it Mouse Guard that they do? Mouse Guard
2: is one of them. Yes.
3: And uh, so um, I have looked at it. It's actually written by him. There's no other writer credited. No, like you know, story by like every Virgin book or, or what do they call it now? Liquid, uh, you know. Th- that it's it, this guy's idea, Everlast, and he's got an all-star lineup of artists. Kind of, they're not necessarily the, the most popular so, as far as mainstream books, but they are. You know the names go like Trevor Harrison, who had been on one of the X books uh, a few years ago yeah. and, and been really. He's just so slow. like
0: Scott, not Scott, Seth Green and Gerard Way. And Nicholas Cage's son, and well, okay, first of all, and D. Uh, Snyder's son, D. Uh,
3: okay, D. <laughs> Snyder, son, but D. Snyder's son isn't an actor, he has been strictly a comic book writer. Seth Green uh, co wrote oh. Freshman, and Gerard, Gerard Way, Way, he has, but he has uh, a history of the chops. Yeah, he, was, he... he started out as a DC intern before he formed My Chemical Romance, he had been a longtime fanboy beforehand. You're right. So and he uh, did
0: have that chemical
3: romance. And I bl- and wasn't Nicolas Cage's son the one who was busted for? No, it was Gene Simmons' son was the one who was actually just um, Gene Simmons was going was going onto the internet and taking manga before it had been translated yes. and uh, pretending really and, and traced the, the pretending he had over. done it. Wow. No, it turned- yeah. Yeah. What an no. idiot. Yes, yeah, so that was an IDW book that uh, I believe is IDW that was canceled almost immediately as soon as someone actually discovered, hey, this is on the Scanlation site. Mm. I hope so. he burns his tongue while he's trying to breathe fire. I is that,
0: he does no. that too, right? I don't know. He must
3: have tried it. That, that That is like way too much knowledge about the Simmons family. Have you ever watched Family Jewels? I know that that show exists. I've never You've seen ever watched it. watched Family Jewels? That's Gene Simmons' reality show. Oh, Gene that's the name Simmons. of the show. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So uh, anyway Because the answer To I've both actually, of those Is yes I actually yes. have watched it Okay The Chad Michael Murray um, But let us Shannon not go Tweed Too far fan. away <laughs> Shh. Leave it alone So okay Tell us about Leave Chad Michael
0: Vincent's New Chad show Chad Michael
3: Murray's No that's Chad Michael Vincent's uh, Reviving Airwolf No uh, Chad what? Michael Murray There's an Airwolf comic Coming out No <laughs> Wow Who has time to read
2: that Not you You're too busy reading The I'm reading The dragon
3: tag too Uh it's called Everlast from Arkea, and they're going to preview it at NYCC, the New York Comic Con, but it will be coming out in That's November. That's next
2: week, right? It's this weekend, this upcoming weekend. Yeah.
3: Oh my God, we got to go. So,
2: no, we can't. Um, it's too late. Wait a minute, so uh, it's just, just a weekend? It's not as long as... Uh, does it start? It starts Friday. If Rick can fly to Germany, yeah, yeah, Friday, Saturday, we can fly to, to New York. <gasps> Our Comic Con starts on Thursday. Yeah, so he I, think, I think it's a day shorter. Okay. Art starts on Wednesday. Just want to be sure we get credit <clears> for everything. <throat> count Preview Night. More often Anyway, night. Uh, it's a.
3: They're just po- calling it a pre apocalyptic story about a character named Derek Everlast whose mission is to guide people through uh, basically salvation. So, some bit of religion to it, uh, but without seeing any art. I think more will come out of it this weekend. Um, again, it just caught my eye that it was Archaea because. Uh, you know, have spoken very highly of them, and I a couple things I've read from them, and I thought, yeah, this is this is a company that knows what it's doing, and it hasn't really been one that has jumped onto the um, you know the celebrity bandwagon that again other companies had done as a as a model business model. Mm-hmm. So um, kind of interesting there. Uh, Do you think he
0: still has a big enough fan base to sell comics?
3: I don't know, but if they're with Arkea, I don't think it's about a fan base. I think that Arkea is kind of a hardcore. Indie publisher that is oh they're trying to get movies made that's no they're not really they, no who am I thinking of you're thinking of Arcana Arcana thank you yeah okay um, Sean O'Reilly's company which has gotten some movies made and I and that's a valid business model because in comics that's a way to stay alive absolutely no question all right so um, all right so shall we move
2: to movies well I just want one more uh, I knew you were going to oh I, well, I had a couple over okay uh, the ahead. the um, you remember back last year when they started off with a Weird Worlds uh, anthology book with Garbage Man and Tanga mm-hmm. and yeah. Uh, Lobo? Yeah, I put and that book.
3: on. Uh, this is my, yeah, the one you're going for. It was uh, you put was it, it we, on your uh, pull list. I know. I just I just put it in my stack. To check ah, you out. did.
2: Uh, they did a five issue thing, and you assume when they do five issues, they're going to end it. They're going to resolve the storylines. And instead, at the end of that, they announced that it was all moving, that two of the three were moving over to My Greatest Adventure, which just came out this week. That's the
0: name of the comic? Which is
2: historically, just so because Lon has some suspicion here,
3: uh, this would be book number 55 in the new 52, right? A new number one. Yeah. Uh, And My Greatest Adventure was the title in which the Doom Patrol made its debut and which ultimately
2: changed its name to Doom Patrol. Which is ironic because. Is it? It's, did
0: you just I'm, snap your wrist after you made that point? The,
2: I, the yeah. idea that this book, which is picking up Tanga and Garbage Man, two really mediocre stories, is. I was afraid of that, but good is art. Is combined. Yeah, the, the Tanga one in particular is really good art. Uh, Garbage Man right? was kind of hit and miss. Yeah. Um, and he continues in this. Uh, has Robot Man in it. So yeah. continuing the Doom, Doom and Patrol And
3: I think that's why. Uh, I think that's very much on purpose.
2: But I was so burnt by that series not resolving the storylines that they had that I I did not buy this one even though I'm a big Doom Patrol and big Robot Man fan. i just like, ah. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. Well,
3: well, are you going to check this out? I might read it in the story. And I have to apologize to Lon I mean, because Lon said something last week that we, we yeah, sort of scoffed it. it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Uh, you made a coherent sentence. Now that it was, uh, you asked me about Huntress number one, and I haven't read it yet. But I read online that you you asked if she was still the mob person. Mm-hmm. But and though I haven't read it all, it apparently is the first of the books that will be set on Earth two. Uh, what? Oh. So Interesting. that Huntress miniseries already introduces, if you would call it, number fifty three of the new fifty two introduces. Earth Two is a concept.
2: Now, wasn't it? A, wasn't it a one of five? X, I think it's five. Yeah, but series. those. Are, so we can't really call those. If we start counting, counting those, we have to count all the one shots they're coming out with two. Well, but
3: all I'm saying is that we. More importantly, is the Earth Two. Uh, I think that's, that's important because we know that saying. there's a Justice Society book coming, right. from James Robinson in two months that will be
2: firmly set on Earth Two. And I'm surprising you're not squeeing like a little girl this week because. James Robinson's Shade came out for the issue. I of haven't one had sque-
3: tire, time to read it yet, so I can't squee yet. I, really I read it
2: and it's squee-worthy.
3: Okay, well thanks.
2: I'm Could not com-
3: s- I'm not comfortable saying that it's <laughs> squee-worthy. Uh, but thank you. Uh, so. I have
0: uh, two little things to add to comics. Mm-hmm. One, I read Reed Gunther number 2. Yeah, what would you think? Much better than the first one.
3: I thought it was a more, it was a more compelling more story. More
0: developed story. And see where little. it's going. As and
3: a, yeah, and it, 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 build,
0: it built a little more on the first story. So it really kind of felt like the first story was more of the pilot.
3: Great. So Shannon and Chris will speak to me again? Yeah. No, no, no. Because they stopped so, speaking to me after last week's well, podcast. Well, tell them to listen to Thanks. this week's podcast
0: okay. because number two gets a thumbs up. Okay, good. And normally and in my house And the trade is coming out in time that's for- That's how we say number two. Right. And, a uh, thumbs up.
3: Ouch. Anyway. Uh So- uh, it's the trade paperback of the first I, five I've, issues. I've I got think, all five set It's coming singles. out in time for Christmas. So. Okay.
0: And then the second one, did e- any of us sitting here at the table pick up the free comic that was given out on the freebie table? I think it was called Vision Machine.
3: No, it's or not ringing not. A bell at all.
0: It was, uh, I believe it was a, a, a little like trade of maybe four issue collection. I believe it was by Greg Pack. Have you guys heard of this?
3: know, uh, but I've heard uh, you guys Greg
4: heard Pack. about this? I've heard about it because I follow him on Twitter. So what is it? I don't know. It's uh, it was really good. I was I've heard the name.
2: I, I just what picked kind it of, up. What kind of book is it?
0: Well, I picked it up thinking, hey, free comic, something to read on the toilet. But um, but then I we have such class, yeah. But then as I read through it, it's a really well written story. I think Greg Pack actually wrote it. I, you know, I don't. I should bring the copy in, but the arts great it's i mean here's the thing whenever i pick up an indie book i always look for story art you know kind of overall presentation you know and that's where an indie book can lose me now this was you know it's basically high quality high presentation uh the art's solid consistent story is well thought out well developed well told um and you're not
3: saying this was free comic book day this was just no no this was just
0: and well here's the story as i read through it i was kind of wondering why why would they give out this well-produced Comic thing, now. Well, the story basically, in well, real fast, is about this these new pair of eyeglasses. It's in it's in the near future, like twenty fifty one or something. And there's these new pair of, of uh, reading glasses, or not like s- glasses that come out where basically everything you see, every image you see, uh, goes right into your brain and can be shared on a network, and you can do kind of like live time editing and moving around or whatever. But the overall story uh, deals with copyright. And kind of fair use kind of stuff, ah, and uh, and I it's sense it now. And so now it's kind of this big story about how you know artists you know are trying to create in the world, and you know what are you know what's being stolen from them, or well, what are they being and then controlled? It's kind of a
3: shame. You know, Chris Garcia was threatening last night to come in tonight, and he is a friend of Greg's. Oh, and uh, and uh, a friend. No, actually, that's been, oh, okay. it's been confirmed. Uh, we've had independent <laughs> acknowledgement that they are friends. And uh, I know, you have to you have to do that. You mm-hmm. absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case. He knows it's true. Bigfoot, too. Yes. Well, I have been able to track down Bigfoot to prove that. Uh, but anyway. I think uh, he is a Bigfoot. But, uh, you know, Chris well, is one them? of those who's absolutely out there about you know everything should be out on the internet, it should be free. He's not a big fan of the. Copyright Harlan Ellison called him the devil for that very reason, mm-hmm. and so I'm wondering where Greg Pack...
0: Well, here's the thing: as I finish the that. book, there's a if it's not a forward, what is it at the end? An of the afterward, bo- an afterward at the end of the book um, that basically says, "Hey, I'm glad you enjoy. Or, you know, Hopefully, you enjoyed reading this. Blah blah blah. Our whole goal in doing this was to, you know, kind of you know create the discussion on you know." Uh, uh using you know the copyright laws and everything uh-huh. else in the in the digital world and blah 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 and that's so, why it's free yeah and then he kind of says that's why this book you know you have this book for how it is whatever if you'd like to you know uh Use he basically said if you would like to teach, you yeah. know, from this book, you know, you can use it here. If you would like to continue the story There have
2: been a couple of people and published under that premise that yeah. if, you, if you want to teach in school, and, and Cory Doctorow actually yes, right. He's little his Brother. Brother's little brother's um, and there was been like been a web a
0: website at the end that kinda of said, you know, if you want to add to the stories, use the characters, you can totally do that. You just have to, you know, follow these licensing you know it was like a little licensing.
3: Like you to yeah. a commons. That's your license thing the commons something like that right. it was basically you have to give you know just Fairies. give credit but
0: then you know can't okay. make it for profit or whatever yeah.
2: no derivatives uh, contract something okay. like
0: that but it was just really interesting to me because i was like this wasn't a half ass story it wasn't um, you know uh, it was it was just really kind of a big social experiment which i thought and it delivered a really solid story with likable characters great art and i didn't have to pay for it and it was like okay. really cool, so I wanted to commend the creators of I believe it's called Vision Machines or Visionary Machines. Right. Vision Machine, yeah. And uh, it was really good. So okay. hats off to Greg Pack
4: and his crew. He tweeted a lot about it when it was about to come out. It was a couple months ago, I yeah. think. Yeah, he sent us
0: the whole box. So I think it's so like what's the, what's the uh, you want to give out his Twitter? Do you know his Twitter? I believe it's
4: just Greg Pack.
0: Just at Greg Pock. And I think his, like, Pockmon Productions or something
3: like that. Yeah, and it
2: just confirmed that they don't have any more. Right. Okay. Uh, okay.
3: So, but then it's, it's worked. If, he, if a whole box of them was given away, and, mm-hmm. and I would agree with you, like, I'm sure I walk by that freebie table and just go, oh, there's nothing on that freebie table that holds an interest for me. And then there's that. But clearly people picked oh, it up. Yeah. And it was a
2: good read, man. I liked it. You have Anna. a good time to read it anyway.
3: That's true.
0: That's true. Yeah. That's true. But anyways, if you can get your hands on I think you can maybe even get a digital copy. Maybe. I don't know.
3: Oh, bite your tongue. Okay. Shall we move to movies then? Let's move. Okay. Let's go to the movies. Okay. The big thing uh, this week was that, big thing. was that Marvel released a trailer for The Avengers. Yes.
0: With M. Appeal? No.
3: no. Although oh. apparently John Steed appeared in the end of avengers 1959 at marvel in the the comics oh in the comic so anyway but back to the film version of the avengers not with emma Emma, thank heavens because that movie was horrible never saw Uh, it oh don't and i'm telling you Well, it's called sean connery there's so many good
2: episodes of the avengers tv show that you could watch instead of watching they have
3: actual british accents oh i'm not tuning 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 out it's actual british (laughs) okay so have we all seen it uh nate did you watch the trailer
4: uh, twice. Okay,
3: so, N- well, you're only going to ask Nate. <laughs> I knew. I assumed from the way you asked that question, you had seen it. Well, I mean, you
2: didn't. Have I Rick. also,
3: I also assumed from the fact that Rick sent the link out to the trailer that he had watched it. Okay.
2: I watched it frame by frame. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! Um, <laughs> I'm going to say this before your wife
3: through. does. You need to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait.
0: He needs to get one, and I need to lose mine. What? What is going uh,
3: on here? Yeah,
0: Derek has something against jobs. I don't. No
2: no, 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 no,
3: no, not anything against jobs at all. He just I can't have, stand to see me enjoying jobs.
2: myself.
0: Oh, it's just that, you know. You guys, okay,
3: kiss and make up. Come on, no, no not If talking. any
4: listeners are uh, hiring in the LA area, let me know.
3: Right in at the Fanboy Planet Job Board. Fantastic. Do you have retail experience? I do. You do? Okay. He's a shoe pimp. If you could say, uh, "Would you like fries with that?" Have you dealt you with you chemicals? Say it now? Yeah, it's Can I get you right some here? fries with that. See how sincere that is. His
0: eyebrow did go up on that.
3: Uh,
0: What the Avengers trailer?
3: Yes, yes. So, uh, all right. Look, I'm gonna have to do it. Rick's watched it for him. I'm gonna have to
0: just. I'm gonna have to be the voice of dissension here.
2: Yes, go ahead.
0: I was a little underwhelmed.
2: You were wrong.
0: But that's it. (laughs) But that is is an easy, vague
3: statement to make. So what uh, what underwhelmed you? He was only a little underwhelmed. And what what would be whelming for you? Here's here's what the trailer did for me. I was overwhelmed. I knew you were, Rick. Please, we've all seen the trail of emails. Our listeners haven't, but we'll let them in on it.
0: Yeah. I really felt like there was no sense. uh, Okay, you're bringing together these great heroes, To do something, right? Or these great
3: intellectual properties.
0: Okay, sure. Great characters. But in the trailer, not once is a threat posed that that would be worthy of their powers. Loki! Threat? Loki, who Thor beat by himself.
2: Loki, who was the original threat from the book. I understand, but that's what's so awesome about it. But
0: I'm saying, no, that's fine. We knew Loki was going to be the bad guy from the end of Thor. So I mean, but what I'm saying though is this: I, the trailer itself did really nothing to me, in my opinion. Show them ex- just all the heroes posing and not really drawing me into what this the great story is going to be. Cap blasted
2: out of a window, landing on a car, and then crunching in. And then brings up a machine gun. And he's but he firing was posed him. the whole time. He was posed. You're right. Yeah.
0: And then Scarlet Witch doing her her uh, black.
3: What oh, Scarlett, Johansson. Scarlett, Johansson Scarlett Johansson as the Black, Black Widow.
0: Widow doing her <laughs> doing her Ray Mysterio Jr. You hear it now. Hurricane, Hurricane Runa.
4: Runa.
3: Witch is in the Avengers. We'll start that rumor. She might be. She might be. Right. I
0: don't know. I just it just felt I mean, here's the thing. I felt like it was just get it was to get all the fanboys salivating and get them excited about the film. That's yes. what a trailer's for. No, but I'm just I want also to at least have a sense of what I don't want the movie is than about. That.
2: I want no. I don't want anything of that. I, I don't want them to spoil the movie for me. I want to see enough that I go. I feel confident that this is going to be kick ass. And okay. Then I, so
0: all right. So that's my opinion. Now you guys express what you liked about it, okay. and I will counterpoint that. Go ahead.
3: You want to go? Uh, well, I enjoyed uh, Robert Downey Jr. I liked the quick vision of a glimpse of the Hulk of the new version on the very end at the very end. I'm still not, I, and I'm not going to put this underwhelming. It's just, it's kind of weird because to me that, um, was it Mark Ruffalo? Just seems very different physically than Ed, Edward Norton <laughs> yeah. did.
0: He seems more like a tougher dude.
3: Yeah. So there's something about it that, although at this point, you know, at the end of The Incredible Hulk, that was the the feeling that Ed, Edward Norton as Bruce Banner was starting to kind of take control, Figure out, and control and figured out and and was a little angrier himself, but okay with it. Um,
0: I I also felt like the the main scenes they threw in there of Robert Downey Jr. It really felt like, oh, great, he's taken over the script again, and he's rewriting his part. I felt like his parts were really... And I mean, yeah, they're typical of the character he established in the first two movies, mm-hmm. but I just felt like, to me, it was more of like, if this is going to be a bigger group movie, shouldn't we kind of... You know, like tone down his his well, persona I a mean, little is bit. He,
3: is his persona um, toned down in the comics when Iron Man goes up? Ag- no, goes up against any of the other Avengers. I think the thing that I saw that ma- that gave me, I don't know, I'd say hope. It's just intrigued me about how they're going to portray it. Is definite friction between Captain America between Steve Rogers and Tony Stark. Um, the only thing that actually, and I, I will, I will grant you, that I have not watched it frame by frame. Nor even really more than <laughs> once uh, is that I was a little taken aback by how easily uh, Hemsworth as Thor seemed just like a guy dressed as Thor reacting to what was going on. The laughter—I don't know what, I, what about. Was that it?
0: even in the same scene, though? I mean, I, well, I think it, but was. it was
3: cut to seem like it was. Uh, but it, what it seemed—what uh, like, well, I'm saying is, what it seemed like to me was that that was a Thor way too comfortable with. The situation, whereas I think Thor, kind of, you know, I, I, I'm my perception of Thor is a little more aloof and standoffish.
2: Well, that's what we got in the Thor movie because he was immortal through most of, yeah. a, immortal through most of yes. it, and he would be hanging around that way. So I thought I, I thought that was a fine transition. And what I want in an Avengers, well, I, I want to see Thor again. I, I want to see Cap it. and Thor and. Iron Man, and even the Hulk. I want the Hulk standing there, not raging out, kind of like shoulders slumped and looking, listening, and, and being in enough control that they're going to go off and do the Avengers thing with the Hulk there. But see here That he's not just always rampaging.
0: But See, here's my, I guess, my biggest thing okay. with the fanboys who are totally salivating over this thing. Are they seeing the movie they want to see in this trailer, or are they actually seeing the trailer for what it is? You know what I'm saying? Are they they seeing the potential of a movie that's potentially going to be awesome in there, or are they actually looking at the trailer and going, "Is this what I?" You know what I mean? Like, because to me, they just show Iron Man flying up in the air and flying through the city. It's that was like, still
2: a great scene. He launches up like a rocket. Then
3: and then, but he's done. But takes and, off And I'd say directly, uh, Bleeding Cool did a comparison, and uh, at least one shot of Iron Man is right out of Iron Man. Okay. You mean in the trailer? In the trailer, yeah, is, that's
0: what I'm saying. So it's like, are we really well, just putting our hopes and dreams on um, this trailer and and, uh, and, and, no, and not, I'm not seeing putting it my, for what I'm it is? I'm not putting
3: my hopes and dreams on this trailer. I'm putting my hopes and dreams on Joss Whedon, exactly. as a writer, director, as a as a creator that I respect. That I no, that's ex- different. But see, you're but,
0: still you're putting stuff. I'm talking about
3: as the trailer as is. Did Joss tra- Whedon
0: deliver the,
3: in that trailer? First of all, uh, you cannot cl- give it. The director has almost nothing to do with the trailer. Okay, but that's what I'm saying, though. But But, you're
0: throwing that into the trailer. No, that
3: trailer did exist. No, no, I'm not. I'm saying uh, that my expectations for the Avengers are based on my trust in Joss Whedon. Okay. Not in that trailer. Had I not seen that trailer, I'd still be saying, yeah, I'm looking forward to Joss Whedon doing that. That's the whole thing.
0: I'm not talking about my expectations on the movie. I'm reviewing the trailer. Right. As I saw it. The
3: trailer did what it needs to do, which is show to the average person... Because you make that joke, there's a huge chunk of the audience that's still going to say the Avengers isn't that that bad British movie.
0: Well, I don't know if they remember that far back. Oh no,
3: people! Some people do. Mm-hmm. I'm not, and the younger kids, they want. Sorry, the younger kids that are looking forward to the Avengers say, "Kid Macaw, there, the seven-year-old is. He doesn't want to see the plot." Because that's just going to confuse him at this point. He wants to see who's in it, and that's what it did. Right. It, sure, showed, sure. it showed exactly who. Oh, and I mean, he's going to have the question, why doesn't Captain America like Iron Man? He's going to want to know that.
0: Does he have the question, why doesn't Captain America ever wear his mask? Because that bothers me, too. But
2: that's well, he, When he went out the building, he had his mask on. When he, well, he lands on the it? car, he, doesn't, he have doesn't have his mask on. He doesn't have his mask on. Didn't he? No. Oh, okay. I thought you watched your it frame did. by frame. I did. He oh, did, okay. but that, that frame he missed. He had to go
0: to the
3: So, uh and the other it's thing, it's a long, slow process. It, like it's longer than the actual film itself.
0: I know this is a small complaint, but and I know with in the there, in the no movie in the movie he did use guns, but having a scene of Captain America go off with a machine gun, ah, you know, just felt really overindulgent. Okay,
3: so my question, but again, not. Being up to date on what's going on with Captain America, isn't Baker's run, though, kind of putting Cap back in with guns?
0: I don't know, Nate. He did that with
4: Bucky Moore. I mean, with Captain America uses uses guns. He's a soldier. What is? I mean, yeah. he's not Two. He's not opposed to Right, guns. in World War
3: Two, but I think we're also seeing th- this is also transitioning fr- from the Captain America who just woke up after being in World War II. Exactly. Exactly. How does he fit in the modern society? And they got to tra- and that movie has to transition him into what's Captain America? T- sure, I'm be. just saying though. It's- in a
0: trailer, when you've got like Iron Man flying around and Thor
3: <laughs> and Captain America going, ah! which you know, by the slow. way, did, we, did you catch that Chris Evans interview a couple weeks ago where he said like Marvel's being very careful? He's got like what a nine five picture of five. He has to be Captain America in five or six movies, mm. and he says so. You're not gonna see Captain America like. Doing a cameo in anybody else because um, that That would would be one of the ones. (laughs) And he says, "Darn it, they're really being clever with this. (laughs) They're not asking me to do anything. No commercials. So only Avengers and Captain America will have Captain America." But there's
2: there's two things about the the storytelling. It's always better to have characters have a little friction in telling and doing the dialogue and doing the story. If everybody's all happy and, and you don't get a good well, – I get you don't that. Get a but that's, story. Not, that's not Lon's point. I get then, what Lon's
3: saying is that it's about what the trailer is doing. And right. We, and we fundamentally disagree with him about the effectiveness of the trailer. Yes. The film, we cannot judge that because we've certainly seen plenty of movies where the trailers have looked really good and the movie has been really bad mm. or vice versa. I've seen bad trailers where I've gone, the movie is actually really good. I'm surprised.
0: Nate, you haven't said much. You've seen the trailer. Let's, let's hear from you. He's a
3: taciturn you. man, that Nate
4: Costa. Uh, the first time I the trailer, me. I had to do so in silence because I was at work. Mm. So I just watched a video. Mm-hmm. And then I just watched it with sound. Um... Thought it was good. I mean, they got basically almost narration by Samuel Jackson, kind of saying, you know, we got to get you guys together, and then we've been preparing. See the for Hulk this at the end. That's all I really care about. So, and he was green,
2: not red. Yes, exactly. Hmm. William Hurt as the Hulk. And he looks like the Hulk you.
4: from the last Hulk movie.
2: In fact, when I saw that, I thought I was wondering if they just cut, that was the one I thought might have been a scene cut in from the other movie. Uh, well, they kind of
4: showed
3: him changing.
2: They showed him his, his
4: clothes ripping, and then they showed him like kind of lunge toward the camera. Did
3: Entertainment Weekly have one? Uh, did they have a shot of the Hulk, or was it just a shot of Mark Ruffalo? I do not know. Okay, I think no, it was just were, Ruffalo. Yeah, I think. It, I'm not sure. And the concept painting that they released at Comic Con looks similar to that, but it, but again, that's a concept painting, so yeah. I can't say that. And
0: really, to like have an Avengers trailer and not have Hawkeye say anything. Well, he just
4: snapped snap his bow. Flipped out his bow.
3: It's not like he made a great impression in uh, Thor, either. I'm just
0: saying, the, the
3: man... Well, how
4: many pictures did he sign on for? Because they're wasting two of them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because that man is Oscar-nominated actor Jeremy Renner.
3: Just like, uh, yeah, Oscar-nominated actor Robert Downey Jr. And... and yeah, a, no, Chris Evans hasn't been
0: nominated. No, maybe yeah. Sam Jackson. Did he get nominated for uh, no. Killing Mississippi? or No. Uh, what was <laughs> that? Well it sounds
3: like a movie that should have existed. <laughs>
0: Time to, Jackson. Really? time to kill. Didn't he get time to kill.
3: No, I don't think so. Arizona. No, no. Uh, I think time, time to, to kill, kill. <laughs> that's what you were going for. Uh killing Mrs. <laughs> <this> <laughs> I write that down. Nope. Yeah. up <laughs> trademark. You got a pitch to me. Cut that out. Uh <laughs> yeah. um, And
0: no no footage of Colby Smolders. That was disappointing to me too. Yeah. I but I, you know. And I also thought the big scene of all the cars blowing up down the street it was very Godzilla ID
2: ish Well, that was the only it's part that scrolly. bothered me because you can't really tell why they're blowing up. Yeah, that's. Is it well, hot? exactly
3: <laughs> as Nate and they're trying to keep it secret who the aliens saying. are. Right, they're scrolls. I know. Do uh, we know <laughs> that for sure? Yes. Uh, yes. It's because been confirmed. What happened? Uh, you probably slept through this part of the podcast. Is that there was a there was a video game. I think it, was, it may have been THQ had the license yeah. to to create a, an Avengers movie tie in video game, and the villains all the way through it are. Our Skrulls, but that's
0: different, though. Video game, no, no, no.
3: no. It was the movie tie-in video I game. I know, but that's what movie, they were told to do yeah. But
0: Iron Man tie-in ones had Titanium Man as a villain, and he wasn't in the movie.
3: As, and the Fantastic Four movie uh, also had video game had the Skrulls as an as enemy. So crew. I mean, that's not always not always, but it was. But it's been enough, and we we know that there's an alien menace because we've at least seen alien ships. And in what in, in in set pictures they've had. Oh. had Characters coming out, yeah. coming out of alien ships that are probably in like a little motion. But see, I just think,
0: okay, now if, it's probably the scrolls. But I'm just saying, from a storytelling point of view, to explain shape shifting aliens and this threat and everything, I don't know. It just seems, I don't know. I will have faith in Joss Whedon, well, and I will go and, and check as, it out. And,
3: as, and and I thought Thor set that up. Uh, well, oh, him he talking about nine, all the different the, the, the nine realms of science, and they only said they only named like three. And so, look at and there's all these others. And I went, oh, that's leaving room for Crees, Skrulls, uh, for the Kree's and the Skrulls, and they're right. you know they're definitely opening up for the cosmic side of things. Do we so, have
0: any idea if what's her name, Natalie Portman's going to make a cameo on this? I believe I, they d- said no. No,
3: but she will be in Thor too. Okay, so uh, so she's doing Thor too. That's kind of J- uh, yeah, Jane Foster and Thor on the road with. Because I'm just trying to figure out
0: how they're going to bring Thor back.
3: It's kind of like Asgard vacation.
0: Huh.
3: Yeah, he's got the family truckster. because yes. the only
0: reason Thor would want to come back would be to see Jane Foster. Right. So if they don't, no, have actually anything. that's
3: not true. Because the end of Thor, he said, "I will stand with you." He told Nick Fury, "I will stand with you," or not? Uh, Did Agent he say? I
0: stand by A- you, Agent Coulson.
3: He didn't yeah. see Nick Fury, but he said, "He said, I will. Uh, you know, if you need I'll me, stand you call, by and you. I will be here. I protect this. I protect this world. So, I protect this world." Yes. Wow. He said, he said,
4: that. said "Agent Coulson of Earth." I stand by I you. I honor you.
0: I speak your name. Interesting. All right.
4: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Nate. You're welcome. <laughs> First day. All right. okay.
0: Well, I can't wait for the second Avengers trailer because I know
3: that's going to be awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, how about, can you wait for the Wolverine trailer? I can I wait. I can't wait. Okay, well, give it to me now. No, Do you no, have now, it? Now Do director, you have it somewhere? No, I don't. But the director is James Mangold, who did uh, Three Ten to Yuma, which is a pretty good western. So, it, and it, this is director
0: they, number what on this project? Uh, Seventeen, I think. Oh, okay, just.
3: Uh, but at least he's not quite the hack he could have been. It's not like they gave it to that uh, Uwe Boll uh, so uh he could use the work, but Hugh Jackman said in an interview that he this week that he would like to see the Wolverine be an r rated.
0: Well, guess why Hugh Jackman has he's no gonna, control no, over the not. box office or
3: the the studios well, actually, that's why they keep, keep, keep casting keep making Wolverine movies. yes, he does have control over the box well, office well no I, I, what I mean right. not, the, what I mean is control
0: over the rating system or not, and what I mean is that the studio wants to sell more tickets. No, and, and I understand that. So he maybe fighting can't sell, uphill, but, but he is a producer Wolverine on the film. tickets if they're rated off
3: He is a producer on the film, and I say that's false.
0: I'm just saying
4: what there Hangover kids, Part
3: Two proves it that uh, that an R rated film will do just fine. There no, were that's Hangover uh, Two
4: little kids sitting next to me at Tropic Thunder. Yeah, but that's that just movie, bad parents. Exactly, bad parents take their kids to again. R-C. There are more of them, and but there's, there's more right good parents. Me. Exactly.
0: Right? What was Wolverine? Our uh, origins? That was PG thirteen. Crap. No, I know, but what was the rated? C-R-A-P.
3: C-R-A-P. It was PG thirteen. Most of the superhero Wait, movies there's are a new. Crap. The C-R-A-P, rated? Is rated C-R-A-P. C-R-A-P. That's, that's awesome. If only, I, and it would still make a lot of my people go. Well, that's crap. At least we know going in. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that. Did we watch GI Joe. What do you feel like? C. Shut C. up.
4: <laughs> I paid for GI Joe. Yeah, but you knew it was gonna suck. That's right? true. How
0: did Real Steel do? Did anybody know? Did it? I, I, I don't know. It was it's number one the last week. Oh, was it number one? Yeah. It's still
3: in the theater It just opened. It was okay. So yeah,
0: but it all depends on the first weekend.
3: So and, no, yeah, it was number and, one the first weekend. And there was nothing about Real Steel like any reviews. that people, I don't think anything came else who, came out last weekend. People who hated weekend. it and people who loved it said exactly the same thing. It's like Rock'em Sock'em Robots with the Transformers merged in with Hugh Jackman. It's a boxing movie, and it's so dumb. And then if you if they liked it, it was so dumb, it's good. And then if it was so dumb, it's dumb. Mm. You know, it was like, wow. So I guess your appreciation of the movie will be based on, the you, you know, you know what you're getting going in. You know you what know. movie I saw this weekend? What movie did you see this weekend? It
0: had Captain
4: America in it. Fantastic Four. No. You, Push.
3: You did not see that really bad romantic comedy. I, I did. Uh, what's it your number? It was terrible. <laughs> My God. Uh, Nate, I'd like you to witness this. Sir, turn in your man card.
0: Oh, no, I. You know what, though? Part of my. Having my. I was on a date, okay. so.
3: Okay. So okay. that's.
0: Here's your I man card. I can keep man. my man card. <laughs> you should have said that first. Yeah, yeah you're mean, supposed yeah. to punch his man card once. <laughs> yeah. <Anyway,
2: for that. laughs> <laughs> All right. I was on a date. So there's a little Hello Kitty head outline. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but
4: that's gone. Okay. Tiff would love that.
2: But I will
0: say, the whole Hello point Kitty of that stamp. movie was to get Chris Evans naked. The whole movie is Chris you Evans. You <laughs> So was, you're seeing it again? <laughs>
3: I've, a third time, yes. <laughs> a third time? Yes. All right. the second uh, time, I just didn't know what I'd seen. I'm I had hoping, to check it out to be I'm, sure.
0: I'm hoping to go to the drive-in so and Was get that a, really little Bucky? And get a Captain America What's Your Number double
3: feature. So we'll see. <laughs> that would be great. Um <sighs> Uh, Fox announced this week also that, and, and this I know this is a franchise near and dear to your heart that yes. really based on loving just the first movie and none since. Jaws, yes, okay. Uh, well, that too. The oh. franchises are that way. Mm. Uh, Fox announced that they are going to make Die Hard 5 yes, with Bruce say. Willis called A Good Day to, to Die, Die Hard. Hard. Wow. You didn't like the last one? I did not like that an R rated franchise was made into a PG 13 and you had to wait for the DVD to hear him say Yippee Kaye, Mother. Boop, boop. Did you. Mother Smurf. Did you get the.
2: Mother the, Pale. Did you get the release date on this? Uh, remind Christmas. Me. 2013. Oh, February, though. Come it's on. February 2013. It's early in 2013. So,
3: so t- t- February. Are they going to yeah, put a Die Hard movie like on 4th February? of July it's franchise?
2: Va- it's Valentine's Day. Valentine's it's on Valentine's Day. Day
4: sweet oh. I know what
3: I'm doing it's <laughs> Valentine's Day not going
2: to see buy Die your, Hard buy 5 buy your tickets now oh, the
0: hurts. reason Die Hard 4 or what was it called Die Hard With Live a, Free it, or Die live Hard Live Free or
3: Die Hard yes
0: the reason that movie sucked was because they turned John McClane into James Bond they made him
3: this unstoppable
0: right. superhero
3: hey dude he's that guy because somebody's got to be that guy.
0: No, but he's in the first 3 at least he was the the wrong he was in the wrong place yeah, at the wrong time. the right time, man at the wrong time. Yeah. Yeah, and now in this one it was just like, eh, he can do it now. Here, hop on a jet plane and jump off." Right, it was off ridiculous
3: and, and then, but there's a saying, they made they they made the the special effects stunt work more important than the the right, man. Yeah, than the mortality. Right. Die Hard's always been about danger. the
0: man trying to get back to Even his wife. Though,
3: honestly, I felt back in Die Hard 2 that there were scenes there were stunts that were like way over the top. There's no way, it, like when he was uh, ejected out of a burning airplane in a seat flying up. I was like, right. okay, this has stretched my. Yeah, it was <laughs> fantastical. Yes, <laughs> but at least it had Franco Nero. Uh, so, and it was all, you know, and then Die Hard Three had one of Samuel L. Jackson's rare. Wuss performances. Hmm. Um, so you you cast Samuel L. Jackson and he's and they the did guy that
2: that uh, science experiment. where you have to get the water in the buckets out of the end. I don't him. remember. Oh you don't yeah, that? that was funny. No. Yeah, okay. but they at least you know it's a math puzzler. Mm-hmm. Still, well, so McLean was had up against. I was. Yeah. McLean was up against crazy Weep. odds.
3: In the fourth yeah. one,
0: no, not they weren't all. so crazy.
3: No, but I think also that, that it's one of those things where they edited so much out to make it PG thirteen. But I've never heard anybody say that the unrated DVD, what made it actually a better film. But I don't, you know, I don't know. I think it was just I felt uninspired. Bad. Yeah, didn't it we see bad. that together?
0: Maybe I don't know. I mean, that's the whole thing too. I like Justin Long. I like uh, Timothy Oliphant. I love, you know, Bruce Willis, Kevin Smith. I mean, it had like all the factors. It was
3: all your man crushes, and it was either that or we were going to see something's got to give. And
0: and then I went and saw What's Your Number and, and uh, cried. There, you
3: know. So and, and you just wrote something down here about World War Z. The set, I haven't heard anything about this. The, the set there rated? was
0: a recent news report that the set of World War Z, Brad Pitt's new film, was rated loose
4: adaptation of yeah, yeah, yeah by the Living Dead. No, rated that by would the be local. Scary.
0: I believe the local. It was in I don't know if I, not Burma because the Burma doesn't exist anymore, right? Myanmar. Um, Whatever, wherever they're filming, it was rated uh, by the local either federales oh, or government. because or, the weapons. Because they had, like, like illegal weapons that were, like, live, like, full of live ammunition. And I Dude, forget the... Not good. Yeah. So I forget if they either confiscated well, what if there was or, an
3: actual zombie attack? You need to be able to shoot for the head. Oh, I also heard another
0: one. There was another...
3: Was not an accident? Especially one of those tropical countries, man. it's...
0: Oh, no, no, this was on Resident Did Evil. I was gonna say. From the crow. Somebody got hurt, somebody got somebody hurt, hurt on some... res, the new Resident Evil movie, yeah. too. And it was kind of ridiculous because when the ER people showed up. They couldn't tell who was really injured or not <laughs> because they were <laughs> in
4: full the next. It's like the uh, Guar show yeah, in the Cactus Club at the documentary, documentary thing. That's what I thought of. But. And
3: uh, I gotta say, uh, just just uh, up- upcoming movies that uh, just because i appears on this one. The you've seen trailers for the new Three Musketeers that's coming yes, out in a couple of weeks in so three D. So do you think that's based on the book or the candy bar? I think it's based on well, actually. The last I think it's
2: movie. based. I've I've heard that it's actually. Closer than the last remake. No, but not nothing. As, but
3: yeah, but but uh, nothing about that trailer seems to actually be following the plot no, of the what book novel at I all. I think
2: one of the things they're trying to do is they've got Mila Jovovich jo- 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 as jo- Milady, <laughs> yeah,
3: who is the villain in the novel, a villain in the novel, but is apparently. Their ally uh, in this movie. Yes, I saw a trailer, where, yeah. I saw a trailer is she with mlady? finger puppets. She is m'lady. Uh, very I, I thought she was going to be the I, oh, okay. So she is the fifth musketeer. Uh, now, maybe they're pulling a bait and switch on me and all the purists are going to go. Ah, wait like a myself. minute, wait
0: a minute, wait a minute. It's called three musketeers. Yes, right. But there are five. And she's the they're fifth five. There are four. D'Artagnan, D'Artagnan who everyone
3: identifies three. as three musketeers, is not one of the three musketeers. It is his encounter with the three.
0: Uh, so, wait, is it like Strathos, Verthos, and Porcos? You are so like close. It's
3: Volstag.
0: Oh, what? No, he's using no, four.
3: It's Falstaff. No, it's Porthos. Porthos. Athos, and Aramis. Uh, Those are the three musketeers. Wait, my grandfather used to wear Aramis. Yes. That's awesome. I thought was Porkins was one skin. of them. And uh, D'Artagnan is the novel, the first novel is his journey to becoming a musketeer with the help of the three.
0: Uh, wasn't he played by Chris O'Donnell
3: in one of the other movies?
0: That movie was
4: great. Yes, I never and saw Charlie
3: that. Sheen was uh, Aramis, uh-huh. um, and Tim Curry was Cardinal Richelieu. Totally wasted. Yeah, uh, I never saw that movie. Is it worth checking out? Or excellent no? film. It's Go not, see the you know actually part one it's not horrible, <laughs> but the Michael York, the Richard Lester film from the seventies. So much. I did Michael see that York as a kid. But I don't great. remember it. it, it is is just a,
2: it, it holds up, and it's just awesome, awesome period Although piece. The three
3: Musketeers. The first one is. Better because that's the better part of the plot. The, well, yeah, the, the second form, half is a little bit of a down. Wasn't it the
0: seventies? Yeah. Or wait, wasn't it the Man in the Iron Mask? Or yes, Man like that? in the Iron
3: Mask is also one of the novels of the Three Musketeers. But which
0: one was the the Chris O'Donnell one? Was that Iron that, Mask? No, that was
3: called the Three Musketeers. No, Leonardo DiCaprio was in oh, a version of the Man in the Iron Mask. That's right. And no, Chris O'Donnell was in the Three Musketeers. It was from Disney. With uh, Oliver Platt was Porthos, Kiefer Sutherland was, was Athos. Wasn't
0: Malkovich in it?
3: No, Malkovich. Malkovich was in *The Man of the Iron Mask* in uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, okay. in which he was playing one of the Musketeers, but I don't know which one. I, I wow. haven't seen that one.
0: There, the, we America just, or American cinema
3: just l- must love the Three Musketeers. Huh? It's a great candy bar. It's fluffy nougat. Oh, okay. Yeah. I
4: prefer Snickers.
3: I do too, but it's still a good. You know, sometimes it's, it's light. Just, it's it's light. light. It's not really kind like this movie. Baddening. It's, <laughs> it's um, very light. Well, anytime you're talking about the coming apocalypse in a movie set in uh, pre-revolutionary right, France, right. something's gone horribly wrong. And there's ninjas. So please don't tell me that it's following the book more closely n- than the than, than the previous, than the previous one that involves space aliens. The Skrulls exactly. were the secret villains exactly. of that one. Wait, exactly. there were aliens in no, a three-month no. oh, okay. uh But anyway, let's go to television. I just have DVD stuff. So, first of all... TV. uh, I've been watching Big Bang Theory. Season 4 on DVD. Just came out on DVD. So, the Magic Mailbox delivered. I have not caught it. You know why? And no
2: no specials again.
3: Um, Just a couple of little interviews, but... The, probably the best thing is Jim Parsons interviewing uh, Mayim Bialik, and they're interviewing each other about playing opposite each other. Oh, that'd other. be cool. That's like kind, of yeah. kind of like what they did at Comic Con. It's kind of interesting, but, but it, it is it. basically if you like the show and you want to ha- be able to pull those out, I watched a few episodes off the DVD and went, yeah, that was funny. Yeah.
0: Here's why I can't watch Big Bang Theory. Why can you not watch it? Because I chose community. And thank no, I God understand. God I but did. that's
3: why we made DVDs, so you can get. Did you see last week's community? I did. was yes. all
0: Arizona. Is the, is same, the same spelled, spelled backwards. backwards? It's a Palomino.
3: <laughs> I don't know why I thought of you all through that episode. Like, <laughs> this is. We are just. You know, we are just one matchbook away from lawn snapping like this. <laughs> so. I just love that he's all. It's a Palomino. You know, I. Community is awesome and there's no question. I love I love Community, but I I love Big Bang Theory too. Although between if I had to choose, Community would win.
0: Community wins. But every time, every time.
3: I admit it is a more Works satisfying every time. show. I enjoy Big Bang Theory, but it doesn't stick with me like the continuity of it. The plot lines don't work as well to me as I've not seen an episode of Community that has made me go that was a waste of my time. Mm. Mm. Whereas even last season, there were episodes okay, of Big Bang Theory where I went – well, the one where they all went to a convention. And even though they're all, to the outside world, unrelated, they all show up on the same panel, e- even though they're all from different fields, every character, that made no sense. You know, it, I didn't see that episode. No, it's OK. You no. shouldn't. It's, mm. it, it's bad. But there were great episodes, the costume contest one at the comic shop. Where the yes. the dumb guy was actually well aware of the alternate worlds in Archie, yes uh, that was that was really, really good so um it's a if you're a big bang theory fan, it's a satisfying set, but they're not offering a lot in the way of extras. Hmm. but what else is there to do now? you know i I don't know what I would want. So I'm, I'm kind of at the point with TV series season sets that if I'm going to get them, it's just to watch the series. I don't I, care I about the extra I can't stuff.
2: help but think that there's there's an amazing set of outtake reels somewhere. There is a blooper reel on that, it, but I don't think it's necessarily all that amazing. But, okay. But, um, you
3: know, uh, so amusing show. I did get uh, – I had to mention last week Green Lantern. So I have now watched my way through the Blu-ray extended edition of Green Lantern. Oh, the, uh, Ryan the Ryan Reynolds one. The Ryan Reynolds one. Yes, and
0: uh, is it any better being extended? Yes. Wow.
3: Uh, which surprised me as well. Hmm. What um, do they extend? It, well, the extended scene is so it's it's better. It's just and a yet, scene. Oh, or, I heard about this. The extended scene is dealing with the three as children, which is what one of my problems with the with the cut that was in the movie was was they referenced, oh hey Hector, they did such a bad job of establishing that those three Knew had each other. had childhood relationships, friendships. Yeah. And it does a re- there's a really good scene establishing that and that's where John Stewart is. Oh so John Stewart, As a little kid? No, John Stewart is a mechanic who works on Hal's dad's plane. And okay. So, so
4: he's like it, 20 or so. so yeah, he's, he's really young. Extremely and so, right, older than Hal. Right.
3: Yeah. So um, that's where he is. And I went, okay, thank you. Jon Stewart's in there. Boom. Fantastic. Nice little scene. Although some of it was, the, you know, still remains as part of the flashback. So it was there. But, but really establishing the kid who plays the young Hector Hammond and the kid who plays the young Carol Ferris, a better actress in the film than Blake Lively. <laughs> She's out-acted what by a 10-year-old. Um, no, no wonder because, they cut it out. Because she's, you know, like, one of the reasons she was cast was because of her work in the town, where she did successfully play a drunken, blowsy woman way older than she actually was. Uh-huh. But well, I wasn't really actually, asking.
0: No, the yeah. reason she was cast is because they thought, hey, all the Gossip Girl fans will go but watch But she's the movie.
3: clearly so much younger than the, than the others. And then the deleted scenes, and that is my only frustration with it, is... They should have finished the special effects, put. Well, I know they couldn't, but they, but put them back, edit them back into the film, because most of my criticisms, most of the things that I, I that I thought, like the movie didn't really earn this conflict, the movie didn't do this. They're kind of covered in the deleted scene, not ah. perfectly, but better. And they didn't finish special effects, so uh, Luke and I watched them, and Luke says they look like they're wearing. Their pajamas. <laughs> and I said, This is what we call a motion capture suit, son. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so you're seeing behind the scenes too much of the, of the digital stuff.
2: Uh, okay. you know, but, uh, but I but heard the, there was uh, there was more setup for the Sinestro switch over with yes, the yellow ring. Absolutely. And is that in the deleted scene?
3: There is a, a slightly better in the deleted scene. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, so I, I thought it makes a stronger. It's still not great. It's still not what it should have been or could have been. Still. And, and I've thought about it. I, I wonder with the motion. I captured- enjoyed it. It's just not the movie that I, you know, I was waiting for. And the thing that I, I, I think, and, and you know, we can't fix it is they went, they swallowed too much in that first film. It should have been about Hector Hammond, and 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 you know the parallax is out there, that he's that there's this larger thing, but mm-hmm. and then you could have done Sinestro's turn is a little a little more slowly. I still have a problem with if the montage of Kilowog's training is supposed to actually be a montage instead of now having fifteen minutes twice, of training. it's just 15 minutes of training because he takes credit for it. Can I train him? And I go, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> what? You just you beat him up yeah. <laughs> for five minutes.
2: He and can fall. That, that guy That was can lousy fall.
3: training. Yeah. I I could do that. I mean, I couldn't win. But, uh, you know, it's <laughs> – I <didn't> had <laughs> to tell him
2: about sun and gravitational fields.
3: Yeah. That one was like – I still missed it the second time. I was like, well, really? I, it was it's so like eh. – But um, – so, it was interesting. They And, and they included a five-minute preview of the animated series coming. Oh. I so look. that look.
2: Uh, Green?
3: Kind of interesting because it's CG but still kind of in the Bruce Timm style. Okay. And
2: So, CG in – is like it like CG shiny CG or is it flat CG? Uh,
3: yeah, kind of flat. It's flat okay. CG. So, it's more like – But but done with Bruce Timm kind of looking like borrowed from Bruce Timm designs. Okay. Still has that. It's played a little more comedically than you might have thought. And something I really hadn't thought about with the Red Lanterns is th- the sound of them using their power. Yeah, <laughs> is the sound of vomiting, and it's so- somewhat so unpleasant. Including
0: Red Lanterns already, yeah. So, uh, but that's only one wonderful. of them—the one that's the
3: one that's Atrocitus? A, No, or the Atrocitus is there, but the the one that's a ball um, oh. with little arms and legs, baseball. Right. Modok. The, the one that looks like Modok, and, and Luke said that, "Hey, it's Modok." Uh, the, but the Red Lantern—he's the one that vomits. The others actually use the ring, but he vomits, and so <laughs> nice. and so watching that, Luke just goes, "That's gross." <laughs> said, yeah, that's really gross. They actually—I hadn't thought. Of course, they is do. that going
2: to be a Saturday morning thing, or is uh, that Friday night part of the DC Nation okay.
3: block until they're ready for the other DC Nation thing? So it's going to be Friday nights. Yeah, they're going to use the last of the Brave and the Bold episodes, the Justice episodes, and Green Lantern. What? When's it coming out? Uh, within the next uh, month, I think. Really? So, okay. um, When's Ultimate Spider-Man come out? On Disney XD, right? I think that was supposed to be a November shot, too, but I'm not positive on that. Can't wait. I'll be looking forward it's to watching that. a wonderful time to be a fanboy. It is. So that was interesting. And then they included a copy of Justice League as a digital comic, Justice League number one. Mm. But you have no control over it. Oh really? It, so it just turns it scrolls its page through the panels. It goes panel by panel. Oh, it does shows the you, panel by panel. It thing. shows you three pages, then goes sh- up and does the cover. So, how and, did you feel about that? I, I felt that the uh, Well, I'd already read it,
2: so right. I wasn't. No, really no. But as far as because that's the experience you get when you read it digitally.
3: Uh, it was too slow. Yeah. Um, I fast forwarded through, and they were lauding. Um, I think ultimately it, it was twelve minutes uh-huh. to read a comic that took me about three. Okay. So, I mean, I, and I understand, but I think if I were to read it, by that version, I'm sure I have better control over the speed. Yeah. If, I, I, if you're reading. But,
0: but you're not supposed to read it like that. When you get those comments, you're supposed to act them out with your friends. Like oh, you take. It's more of an interactive yeah. experience. Oh, that you would You read fun. one voice. Your friend reads the other one. Well, you know, you pretend. Pert- I get to be
3: Superman. He only appears in the, appear the last page, so... Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> you get to be... <laughs> a typical Nate thing. It's like a podcast. Wait till the very end to say something. Cliffhangerish. hangerish. I want to be Vic Stone. <laughs> so, what can you do? You can be Vic Stone. All right. That's, we should reenact that sometime. We'll do it. Let's
0: have a round table a theater of the reading. air. We really should do one podcast where we just act out a comic. Like a script. Okay, We'd we got to figure to out
2: that. which one that's going to be, though. Okay, it's got be four eighty-seven. It can't be a lot of. <laughs> okay,
0: Nate said it first, so it's got to be.
2: Uh, okay, I, was I just, just want to do the
0: sound effects. I don't even yeah, know I was there.
2: what. Hulk there's, Hulk, there's a horse
0: 47. coming.
3: Thanks, Patsy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and now in real life, this week, the real life superhero Phoenix Jones, probably the most, uh, the highest profile, actually active crime-fighting superhero, yes, got arrested. And unmasked. Oh, no! His cigarette identity was revealed. I'm not going to reveal it here because I do not feel... He's doing a lot of good on the streets of Seattle.
4: You don't feel he's doing a lot of good? No, I do feel
3: do? he is. I don't want to go any further. But he got... Um, he was after pepper spraying some drunken people uh, at like 3 was it at a. an a. Occupy that Wall that Street brawling. rally? It was a brawl. Well, they claimed they were just having a good time leaving the. And if you've seen the footage, because oh, he yeah. had a camera crew with him, I watched that. It was just like, oh my gosh! Like his side of the story is so obviously true, and their side was he, you know, he peppers me for no reason. We were just loud after leaving the club. They tried to kill a man. He thought st- he there was a hit and run as a result of this wow. altercation, and. You know, they called nine one one. Phoenix Jones had his guys calling nine one one, and he was trying to get these guys to stay in the scene. They were this woman <laughs> was going hitting him with her shoe.
4: Leave us alone! Leaders alone.
3: Where, where can we find this video? Uh, oh, it's on? Uh, it's all over the place. I but, saw it on AOL News. Uh, Bleeding Cool has it as well. How
0: come Fanboy Planet has it posted
3: uh, Because there's a lot oh, of swearing. I don't. I don't. Oh, I, don't okay. I, I have no way of age gating. Mm. So, like, if it's a text piece, I'll say, you know, you know, I can warn, but but the video, I can't. Okay, fair I, enough. I can't do that. That so um, I but mean, in life could probably post. it. Probably could. I, I'd say go ahead and do that. And All right. uh, it's because it's interesting. First, I've never really seen uh, a, a, a real super in. Uh, well, they're called, they're called reels. Reels. Right, um, right. I've never seen a reel in action like that. i seen the stage stuff for that documentary the HBO did, which I liked that documentary. But this was. He was trying to shoot for a reg for a future documentary on himself, and then caught this was real. It's like okay, this is this guy is actually trying to do some good. Um, the others are too, but, but, the, but how this did is, he
0: know that was going to happen? No, no,
3: he, he got a, he they, he didn't know. They just encountered it, and he mm. he was they were the camera crews just following him night after night to see what you know what it's like to be in the life of Phoenix Jones. Hmm. So, but in the typical like this is this is pulp. Fiction reality is by unmasking him. You know he's married uh, now. There are people that he has actually um, endangered, and uh, uh, arrested, who now would know. Oh, that's who it was. Mm. If you know, and so yeah, he is, he has endangered potentially his wife. Even though it's gonna, you know, I mean, what I've heard is the Seattle cops have been looking for an excuse to get him off the street. Mm. I mean, because that guy's actually like been shot. He's mm. face down. You, guys with guns and paid for it but um this is
0: i bet his wife
3: is ecstatic she must have known Do mm. you think he was keeping it a secret from her too Probably. Why'd you come home with a bullet wound? Uh, <laughs> Honey, I'm
0: just... I'm I gonna gonna just go, walking down the street. street. I'm going to go for my three-hour jog Accident now. Accident
2: at the gun range. Uh,
3: with, my, with my wrestling mask. I was minding my
0: own business.
4: No, so he and, does, He leaves
3: yeah. that in a bag on the roof. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, right. uh, Phoenix Jones, if you listen to this, uh, our thoughts are with you, sir. Uh, keep fighting the good fight. Keep fighting the good fight if you can. Because we need...
0: Don't more. let the man keep you down. Not at all. And just remember, since you're locked up now... That uh, takes the tips from Rorschach, from Watchmen, and uh, just, okay. you know, own own the house. In the overnight jail.
3: <laughs> you don't understand. Just say that and all the time. And a couple of winos went, what? <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, that's all we have for this week. But next week we are not podcasting because... Oh, what? Uh, did you have something else, Rick? I was. I I don't have anything. You have oh. a DVD sitting right oh. in front of you. Well, do you go ahead? It comes
2: out on the 18th, so I thought. Oh, it, okay. The uh, I had the opportunity to watch the captains. I gave you the DVD tonight. We I'm, can probably talk about more later. But I just really, I'm sorry, without write it down, yeah. without going in too deep. Uh, this is the film William Shatner made, uh, directed by William Shatner, and a he, documentary. A Let's documentary say. where he went he went to London and New York and and he sought out all the all the actors. Who have played a captain in the Star Trek fan- franchise. So, Well, not all of them. Which one? Where's Chris
3: Pine? Jeffrey Hunter is dead. Chris Pine is there. Wasn't George Takei a in
4: captain in one of the movies? Wasn't that why he was so ecstatic? He's like, oh, yeah, in that movie I was a captain. In like, Star Trek 6. Yes, He had a, he yes, had a smaller true. part. That's true. That true. But he was a captain. He's very proud of that. You're right. You're right. You're and right. And he does have a,
2: there's like a series of... No, uh, they don't. Anyway, um, he didn't have a lot of experience. And he didn't have his own series. Or didn't
3: interview Kelsey Grammer either, who was apparently a captain on Next Generation in one episode. So, well, yeah, you know,
0: two people he doesn't like. Kelsey Grammer.
3: And <laughs> I'm saying,
4: at what point Mr. do you draw the line?
3: Uh,
0: did why, you, why didn't Kirstie Alley actually captain no, the ship at one, one time? No, no, temporarily. no, temporarily didn't she no, have the helm? She, no, helm? she fact, was at she the helm. The
3: franchise. Oh, okay. She quit the franchise. She was yeah. replaced by Robin. Something anyway, she kind of screwed herself out of the role, but no big deal. She did okay with Cheers
0: or the Mannequin Chick, didn't she? Have it at one time. Kim
2: control no.
3: Oh, okay. But no. she was in Star Trek Six.
2: So uh, you know, this is this is a uh, it's a documentary. It's kind of long. It the pacing is slow. Um, if you're if you're going in to watch this, be prepared for that. Um, but I mean, I'm somebody who watched all the Star Trek's first run. Always there in front of the TV to watch every episode. And I've choked up a number of times during this movie when, when they're talking about the effect that it had on themselves, on people. I, I
3: attended a press conference at Comic-Con with Shatner, Bakula, and Avery Brooks. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt the same. I, I didn't choke up, but I thought um, – because I was surrounded by people that were strange to me. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, You just choked up on your mace. I just went, mm. But uh, not here, not now. I shall use the Stand Vulcan, of these the Vulcan mind control, press down my emotions. Uh, but uh, I thought, yeah, there's a, a lot of profundity to it. Yeah. Although Avery Brooks scares me, I'm going to be quite honest. Like, about I would, I would every say, answer that guy gave was scary.
2: Two observations: one is, you know, Shatner, Shatner is building yeah, a product here, yes. and and one of the things Shatner does is he exposes himself as somebody who will say just about anything to anyone. If he goes, yes. there's a sequence where he's going through and and. Uh, posing for pictures with all the different actresses. And he says, this is the most beautiful woman who was ever on Star Trek. And then 30 seconds later, this is the most beautiful woman who was ever on Star Trek. It's a line, right? Don't time. you get that? Yeah. And, and that's where he's merged with Captain Kirk. Because, you know, Kirk would say the same thing. Indeed, The other thing was, as you mentioned, Avery Brooks does most of his interview by playing the piano. He's like a jazz pianist. He's in and, it, yes. And, and he scored the movie. And he also uh, – yeah. he, yeah. uh, he scored yes, the documentary, yeah, yes. And, it, and it, quite well. But he, he comes. He seems like he wants to come off as the Yoda of Star Trek. Um,
4: Watch or do not. Yeah, there
2: is no there pause. Is no pause. <laughs> there is no pause. But no. Uh, I recommend it if you were if you were a fan of the series but, but, yeah, of and, that's, and
3: that's the, que- the question. guess, you know we both have shaky credibility because of our experience of watching six episodes of sci-fi slash. Right. It is if you're not a fan of the series, if does you're this a, hold, do you think this holds an interest? No, not at all. Okay, but there are probably fans that are not aware of this because it's part of this uh, Epix Pictures, which I think had uh, is a cable channel trying to get – so it's it's not available in every – It uh,
2: did have a short run on uh, cable. Yes. So uh, About the time of Comic-Con.
3: But, yeah, but, I, but that was on its own network that yes. not every carrier has. So now the DVD is available. Right. You can pick that up on Amazon. I will try to revive our little – because, hey, hey, Amazon let us back in last week. Thanks, Jerry Brown. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: no, uh, the, um... So, bye. Yeah. Uh, if the only Act thing... After you bought shoes. There's, there's a lot in this about uh-huh. actors and acting and See. why they acted and what they got out of acting. And yeah. that might be of interest to somebody who is, who is an interest, has an interest in acting. That would be the only would like, have, the type of person well, I would and say. Well, there are people
3: that would, Absolutely. So, that's good. All right. I'm 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 looking forward to watching this. Yep. So, is now that... Is anything else, Lon? Nate? No? All right, well, next week we're going to be taking the week off because Rick will be uh, going to Germany to report on the game convention there. Nine.
2: It's uh, no, Spiel. No, it's not nine, it's just one. Uh, Spiel, Spiel oh. mit Comic Action. Ah. Action! So, so there's actually uh, Spiel, which is the gaming conference, and Comic Action, which is apparently is a not-so-great uh, comic uh, convention in the same building. Nine, In which the Red Skull wins in every Captain America comic. We'll be, so. be interested in seeing how they're promoting the ah, Captain right. America movie. Ah,
3: uh, Well, that was the big surprise. Only two countries dropped the name Captain America. Really? Yeah. Which ones? Uh, Burma, I think, was one. Myanmar. Burma doesn't exist anymore. Myanmar. uh, Myanmar. And I think Thailand dropped it. Really? Um, Wow. After
4: all the love Thailand gets in the Street Fighter II franchise. They don't
3: necessarily call that love. They've got a pretty
0: bad reputation as a result of it. After all the love Thailand gets from our sex industry.
3: (sighs) That's just trying to avoid. Anyway. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, so uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, in the meantime, uh, if you have questions, comments, compliments, commentary, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. And we will read every single letter you send in. I do. Every, every word, email, by I, get, word. I do read. I won't even move my lips, though. I, you know, I'll give it focus. And if uh, you
0: want,
4: Derek can edit your emails for spelling and grammar and send them back to you.
3: I do. Don't do that. I think that's kind of rude of me, but okay. And we will read uh, them, them on want, the air. They want you to edit. You said I could, so okay, yay. It's, it's sort of like, uh, you know. Yeah. All right, get on with Playing words room. with friends. Uh, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. This is Lon Lopez, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. No, you're not. Oh, I was just repeating no. you. No, you are. not. You are editor-in-chief of... MoronLife.com. Yes. Did I get that right? I don't know. It's your, oh, you're okay. the moron.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nate Costa, editor in chief of my eBay uh, sales store. Shoe Pimp Nate Dizzle on eBay. Buy my shoes. There's only about 30 left.
0: Only 30.
2: This and episode wait, brought wait, to wait, you. What did we say they were? They're dead stock. And most, most of them, of them are, are dead stock. stock. Dead stock. And I'm Rick Deadstock Brett Snyder. Reminding you. Were you were dead stock, weren't you? Reminding you to. Use, use
4: your, your powers,
1: powers only your for good I
2: Those were good days. <laughs> And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.